0: Recording this meeting is going to be recorded and it's, uh, it's not going to be streamed live on Facebook because I don't know how to do that. <laughs> also, please remember that it's not an all share meeting, rather it's a question and answer, a question and answer for Paul H's take on the 12 steps. For detail on Paul's events, his story under arrest, t-shirts, books, uh, and past events, please check his, please check out his website, zenbishslap.com. So to get things underway, I've selected a passage from the AA Big Book and the literature, and then I'll hand it over to Paul, who can get who will talk about for a while before we open the room up for questions. All right, and so today, Paul, I have a, um, a reading, and it's gonna come from the chapter to the employers, uh, and it's page 140, and it's gonna be the last paragraph on page 140. Let me know when you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Your man has probably been trying to conceal a number of scrapes, perhaps pretty messy ones. They may be disgusting. You may be at a loss to understand how such a seemingly above board chap could be so involved. But these scrapes can generally be charged, no matter how bad, to the abnormal action of alcohol on his mind. When drinking or getting over a bout, an alcoholic, sometimes the model of honesty when normal, will do incredible things. Afterward, his revulsion will be terrible. Nearly always, these antics indicate nothing more than a temporary condition. This is not to say that all alcoholics are honest and upright when not drinking. Of course, that isn't so, and such people may often impose on you. Seeing your attempt to understand and help, some men will try to take advantage of your kindness. If you are sure your man does not want to stop, he may as well be discharged. The sooner the better. You are not doing him a favor by keeping him on. Firing such an individual will be a blessing to him. It will be just the jolt he needs. I know in my own particular case that nothing my company could have done would have stopped me For so long as I was able to hold my position, I could not possibly realize how serious my situation was. Had they fired me first and had they taken steps to see that I was presented with the solution contained in this book, I might have returned to them six months later a well man. Okay, Paul, that's our reading for today. Um, uh, You can talk about that and um, riff on that. I appreciate you, and I'm glad you're back.
1: Thank you, everyone. Paul, alcoholic. Uh, I don't have personal experience. I never worked for a company. Tell you the truth, I don't think. <laughs> and if I did, I didn't last long enough to create much of a problem. So, uh, yeah. But again, this is the big book. Before this, nothing else had been available in a way especially you know maybe specific things Uh, but usually it would be getting locked up, lobotomies, Uncle Fred up in the attic, shit like that. So they're trying to cover every base and basically he's talking about the employee within an employee, uh, an employer with an employee who has alcoholism. Now the thing with this, the feeling of this paragraph or two. I think it gives too much credit to alcohol. Like alcohol did this to the person. I think the alcoholism is there, leads us to drink, and then the drinking amplifies it. But I, I don't feel uh, the alcohol has as huge a role as it seems to be implied here. Like basically it's because they drank that they acted crazy. But I think, uh, I think alcohol was like an amplification of the alcoholism, which is an obsession with self. It has nothing to do with liquids or chemicals. You know, it does chemicals of the body, but not liquids or substances. But when we take lips, liquids and substances with this condition, this underlying condition, it can exasperate it and bring uh, like mutated forms of the alcoholism into play outside. So I just wanted to put that out because I find if you're looking at it from the solution, uh, you see the mind is before the other stuff. If you're looking at it from the problem, you may think it's the alcohol. But if you're looking at it from the solution, you see that there's these underlying causes and conditions that lead us. And then the alcohol and the drug use amplifies it and mutates it, you know, it gets out of the lab. Yeah, which is us. And then it starts mutating. And then people, you know, are led to some incredible behavior. Like Kurt always points out the idea of we're driven by a hundred forms. We could say we're driven by a thousand forms of alcoholism and then the alcoholism d- drives us to these experiences and these actions. And then the disease of obsession with self gives you the double whammy that it co- it now holds you as the doer of everything that happened through you. So you, you're, you're screwed when you're going in and you're screwed when you're going out, at least uh, Maybe we can get relief from the, the screwed of when we're going out you know that maybe we can see that our role in these behaviors was more like a car being driven to the incident or the scene of the crime We aren't the crime itself and I find uh, there's a great relief with that understanding. Uh, and that relief doesn't come and go. It becomes a new basis that you live from and there's a lot of forgiveness for others and actually forgiveness for you down that road I find. Uh, If we keep thinking it's something else that's not really the true genesis of the problem, the problem is going to just appear in different ways. It's just I feel like we have to see where does this all stem from? Just like the the clarity of the inv- the fear inventory when the question is asked, why are you in so much fear? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? That's a very clear diagnosis, I feel. Incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's a showstopper in a sense because most people want to talk about their fear, you know, and how to get out of the fear, but not by not. getting out of the identification as self which is really the source or the cause or which is allowing that fear to mutate into mental anxiety yeah the fear of not being taken care of most creatures have that but the mental state uses that fear and then just grows it in mental anxiety and yet we keep calling it the fear when it's gone somewhere else yeah uh, fear is a valid drive here in this life mental anxiety is just a super exaggeration and I just uh, I feel it's like a slavery yeah yeah so yeah that's about it uh, today again I didn't really work for a regular job most of my life so I don't know uh But I definitely, if I had an employer, he should have kicked my ass out for sure. (laughs) That would have been the best thing. I remember when I was out there and people were enabling me, I really lost a lot of respect for them. Even though I wanted the the enabling to continue. And I was really needing like a big boot up my ass. And uh, to put myself really up against the bottom. Yeah, like there's no other move I can make. Uh, I've made all the moves I can and it's led me to this point. And that futility uh, and that fatalness of the recognition that I'm screwed uh, is extremely valuable, I feel. So, all right, Michael. All
0: right, thank you, Paul. So I, I, have, a, I have a question and, and I'm gonna be vulnerable here for just a second on some of my behaviors lately. And that isn't around this idea of honesty. They touch on honesty a few times in this paragraphs. And and when I come into the program, you know, they practice rigorous honesty. And you know, Paul, like you could ask me a question like, what did you have for breakfast this morning? And I'll just come out and lie to you. <laughs> and and it's almost it it's almost like off the cup. It's off the it's it's, it's incredible the way that I, I don't know if it's self or just what is, what's going on with this, but then I have to, you know, then I have to review my day and back up and, and you know, humble myself sometimes and come back and say, Hey, you know what, Paul, man, I lied to you. I didn't have bacon and eggs for breakfast. I had toast or something like that. And if, if, if you could touch on that a little bit for me. Um, just bring that when you
1: see it, even if it's a week later or something, it's nice when you're seeing it fresher, just bring it to six and seven and have that reconfigured by the higher power. That's your Something that doesn't work as you appearing as the action figure is sticking out like a sore thumb, that's a good indication you're entirely ready to have it removed or reconfigured. So just use step six and seven, yeah? It doesn't matter if it happened a week ago or a month ago or right now. You just you, st- you bring whatever or whenever you come become aware of these activities, or these patterns or these structures of the mental condition. You bring it to step six and seven, yeah. And hopefully, by the faith you have in the program, by the results you've lived under for many many years. That faith is like a booster rocket and things change unless they're very useful in the larger agenda which is to be of you know helping other people. <laughs> so yeah. okay. yeah, express steps six and seven right there. And then remember it's out of your jurisdiction after you turn that over yeah to the higher power. you're not meant to constantly keep reviewing it. If it appears again and you see, let's say, another section of the same pattern, you do the same, bring it to step six and seven. Yeah. It's going to be done according to your faith and something has gotten and kept you sober. So there must be a lot of faith in that. So if it's done according to your faith, it's already done then because your faith is there. So just bring it to six and seven. Most of the stuff that we, that we, you know, something constantly reveals to us, a lot of it's what we're not, you know? These are old, maybe they had a function in the past when you were trying to survive a day at a time, you know, with your song and dance, but now that's over, yeah? You're in, you're in a phase called living, not surviving, I hope, and in that living, yeah, these things are archaic. Let's bring them over. Stop carrying them around. Bring them over to this higher power through step six and seven and let it reconfigure that energy and put a different form and shape to it, which will be maybe uh, bring about an ease and comfort right now in your day. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a real believer in six and seven, a real believer, because now that you have some distance from the problem you can see it where before you look from it and when you're looking from it you don't see much of it really you get the effects and the consequences but you don't see it's like getting hit with punches but you don't see them coming or where they're coming from now you do yeah because you've been pushed a pause has been become apparent in your life which is that space before thought so you can see alcoholism it's sort of like riding up on its same old horse yeah now when it disembarks or gets off the horse don't call it you you know (laughs) question it and say bring what it has for you or its description of you or its critique of you or the patterns called you bring that over to six and seven that's the process I feel yeah No one really gives a shit if you had granola or I don't, I don't care, you know what I mean? Go ahead and lie about breakfast, I could care less. So obviously the meaning that's being given to it is it's you and there's a point that's going on is that it shouldn't, I shouldn't be doing this anymore. That's another thing that bring the six and seven. You got the problem held as the thief, and then you got the same problem held as the policeman. Bring them both to the uh, step six
0: and seven. Yeah. yeah
1: that's not awesome. I feel that you lie almost unconsciously, it's not a big deal to me. Then if you put the you in front of it, or let's say if I put Paul lies unconsciously, it would be a big deal. Why? Because Paul. So let's uh, bring that idea over also. So you can't, all right, this is how it appears if the thief is holding it. This is how it appears as, with the policeman holding it. Bring them both to the six and seven. Yeah. You see? You have this thing about lying, and then there's the mental reaction to that thing, which is producing guilt and shame and exasperation and frustration. They both should, you know, I would bring both over to the power and ask it to reconfigure it, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm seeing it from the problem rather than from as not being the problem. Well, yeah,
1: obviously. Because see, there's a problem with your take on it. There's the act of lying, okay, but then there's the there's the observing Michael, the policeman that's, uh, you know, is jumping on it, and it has an investment that it keeps staying that way, because what is it going to, who is it gonna beat up or arrest unless there's a thief going on? <laughs> so it's not like it's, it's uh, critiquing is to lead to a better, more uh clearer condition it just wants to critique really doesn't it does all that beating yourself up really lead to much uh construction i don't find so i feel like it's invested the policeman needs the thief it does yeah 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 so something wants to hold michael in a certain freeze frame this is the way Michael was, this is the way Michael is, and Michael shouldn't be, shouldn't have been that way, shouldn't be that way, yet I feel like it's still gonna be that way. That's from the police, the policeman's view. Both of them, yeah, yeah. Which is the slavery? That which one who's a slave, or that which is constantly pointing out that it's enslaved? I would say both, yeah, yeah. When you were super loaded, you didn't hear much from the th- policeman's point of view, right? Never. That's right. the joys of getting loaded was that got caught, shut off, so to speak. Yeah? Yeah. Then we get sober and it comes roaring back. <laughs> it's fucking, you know, <laughs> it's giving out citations and parking fucking tickets all day. What was, what were you thinking? Whatever, it doesn't give you any, uh, yeah. You know what it feels like, man. Didn't yeah. you feel you were on your own probation for a few years, that you couldn't trust yourself for a second? That's from the policeman's view, yeah? Yeah. They're both not of us, they yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: How does the policeman look out for itself? It concentrates on the thief, of course. Yeah. You have the aspect of the policeman thief thing, yeah?
0: Yes.
2: Yes.
1: So the mental state is almost more like a badminton court or a ping pong table than just one voice, yeah? It's it's there's a there's a there's like a two sides of it, two sides of that coin. If you're holding that coin in your pocket, you're either rubbing one side or the other, so to speak. Yeah, so now you're rubbing the policeman side. <laughs> yeah.
0: Awesome.
1: Bring it over, bro, that's all. No big story about it, you just bring it over. It's a pattern. Okay, there's the lying. Then there's another pattern, the reviewing and getting guilt, guilty and shameful about the lying they both need to go one isn't conducive to to peace nor is the other really yeah the one tells a story that oh i'll be at peace once i stop lying but it has an investment that you keep lying because it doesn't want you to be at peace it wants you to be obsessed yeah it wants you to be you know it wants it wants to have those two suits in the wardrobe and you just switch back and forth Thief, policeman, policeman, thief, yes? The, the policeman acts very sanctimonious as if it's leading us to the problem land. It doesn't, it's really, so, yeah.
0: Okay, well, we have it,
1: uh It can be useful in the beginning when you're totally fucked and crazed as the thief then fear, the policeman goes well with with reinforcing fear in one person. So the fear of drinking again is substantial for some and it leads to them staying sober for months or so. But I don't think it can be a condition that can be on and on and on. I think it needs to change, yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Like they sky said the old priest that talked about six and seven of, of uh, there's a moving away from hell and, uh, and, uh, and then hopefully it shifts into a moving towards heaven. Yeah? Yeah. They're moving away from hell. Uh, fear is useful. It's put to good use. But then there's a point where that's exhausted and now there's a moving towards heaven. Yeah? Which is a whole different uh, sense i feel in recovery yes yeah yeah so six and seven whenever you see it you just saw it now then take a break for a minute when the next person asks a question and just do six and seven over it
0: yeah thanks paul that's helpful thank you
2: yeah
0: awesome okay well we have uh, kaiser Kaiser we have in Los Angeles, and he'd like to come in and ask a question. I'm going to ask you to unmute,
2: Kaiser. Hello, Kaiser. Hello, everybody. Uh, Hi, Paul. Welcome back. Um, This is just kind of continuing on what uh, was just asked. You you say bring it back to six and seven. Um, Sometimes like that's not good enough for me. Um, Only because, like, how? What do you mean? Bring it to six and seven. There is a time my sobriety, it was like, you say the sixth and seventh prayer, the seventh step prayer, and it's kind of like magic. Okay. I did my magic prayer. And then sometimes it was like, well, you can't do anything about it. So let that go. I can't really let that go. The closest that I've gotten is somebody would give me a, a visual, like a, like a, like a fake visual about when this, when this thing, when you want to bring something to six and seven, pretend like it's a forwarding address. And then when those problems come say, Hey, I can't handle this the person that's in charge of this is it's a forwarding address. So I'll let my higher power take care of it. That, that's like the closest I've got. Like when you say bring it to six and seven, I know what those steps say. And there's not a whole lot of instruction in the big book about six and seven. Um, are you able to uh, give it a little texture as to how that would feel in someone's day? And if you can't, that's cool, too. I'm just curious. What do you mean when you say bring it six and seven? I, I know what you mean, but how?
1: how you just state it, you do, and you know, I'm entirely ready to have this, whatever that pattern is, let's say lying for no reason whatsoever, I'm entirely ready to have this reconfigured and I humbly ask that power to do it. I follow it the way it's presented in the big book. Yeah, yeah, and when that's going on, there's quite a lot of faith available because I've been the recipient of a lot of miracles and a lot of uh, <laughs> beneficial stuff clearly having nothing to do with me so uh, the spirit uh, the spirit is alive and well when steps six and seven are being quoted you know or said yes yeah if it works for a forwarding address all you want to do is trigger an imaging of uh and i don't think that imaging needs to be super defined it's an intimacy of the feeling of something has been working on you and in you and through you for so long that when you say that that spirit uh infuses those two sentences with that spirit yeah yeah. If you don't feel it all the time and you're in at an AA meeting, I think there's a lot of juice there. You can you can uh, use that as the booster rocket and just do step six and seven. Yeah. This isn't about you can't deal with it. These are about seeing patterns. Yeah? Patterns of of the old ways, let's say, yeah? The old attitudes and the outlooks, the old react, reactions, the old biases and judgments, and all these, and there are patterns, yeah, you can see it, you can see that there's the pattern, oh, uh, I lie unconsciously, and then something piggybacks on that, and I shouldn't lie unconsciously, and then, but I always do shit I shouldn't do, yes, and then there's a piling on, and you see the pattern of how self has defeated you, Yes, right in that example, and you bring that over to the care, to turn it over to that power. Yeah, just like the third step. But in this way, it's a much more, you're, you're in a, to me, it's more, you're in mind time at this point, six and seven. Yeah, you're watching shit getting hatched. And then when you recognize it, you bring it over to that power. To reconfigure it because it hasn't taken form yet you haven't done any fucking thing yeah so you want it to take another form yeah because you're sick and tired of the old form really <laughs> basically it's like a fruit that should have dropped off the tree 10 years ago it's still dangling on hanging on and hanging on you're entirely ready to have that fruit drop basically yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you trying to make it drop is actually another old fucking fruit hanging on the tree. So he got to see both of them in a way. Yes? Yeah. So I hope, I don't know, I hope, Kaiser, you see that. Just, uh, this, these things, this aren't, you're not. You're not pleading an inability to see it. You're seeing it. Yeah, you're awake now. Yeah, you've had a spiritual awakening, so your st- lighthouse is on, so to speak. You're seeing shit you used to not see. Yeah, that seeing is very powerful, but it's not an action. It's just a state. We're aware. Yeah. When yep. you become aware of these patterns, you bring them over.
2: Yeah. Yeah, thanks a lot, Paul. You gave texture to I I, I understand it. I, I understand it that you gave texture to something. I was doing the six and seven step and I didn't realize that's exactly what I was doing. You you your description of that really helped me make that link. I, I can see that. Thank you very much. All
1: right. Anytime I can help Kaiser is a good day. Awesome. Seriously.
0: Yeah. All
1: right, Paul. We have another question from Gillian.
3: Yeah, Gillian. Hi, Paul. Are you Oh. Can you unmute
1: Jillian? Try that again.
3: Hiya. You all right? Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Thanks for um speaking, and um, I've got loads from what you've said so far. Um, I was wondering if you'd have any advice on. Sometimes with the programme, I can, like, try to tick boxes. So I can sort of, like, try to do the programme perfectly and um, I can miss out the. I, I can't really word it, but I was wondering if you've got, like, any advice on, like... I seem to identify with things so much. That even when I've done an inventory on it and prayed about it, I'm still sort of somehow clinging to it, like I'm still identifying with it. And um, just is it like, have you got any advice on? I always think I'm doing my meditation right, or what is it that I'm doing wrong with? I'm still so strongly identified with things and I'm not able to observe them and go. Oh, that's just self. I just get too attached to what's going on and it causes me pain. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. Well, (laughs) what we're sharing here has a different uh, viewing of what you were just saying. There's an identification, but it's not you identifying. Yes? Yes. Which is quite, it's usually different. Yeah, because the identification, when it's you identifying, a lot more shit comes with it. (laughs) If you just see there's an identification going on, there's a uh, much more clarity is available. Yeah. So just when you, when you, uh, so how I would, like diagnose what you were just saying is, there's a identification, yes? The act of being identified going on. I wouldn't say Jillian is identifying. I wouldn't, yeah? Because I don't think Jillian, I think Jillian is the namesake of the act of being identified, really? (laughs) So, yeah? So if you, and if you could, the same stuff held without the addition of Jillian, you'll travel lighter through, yes? And then that's the seeming of the seeming holding it will loosen because it's not true. The mental state is wrestling with itself, but it's saying one of the wrestling partners is you, yeah? But yes.
3: Okay, thank
1: you. Thanks so much. Again, remember, The the overriding heaviness of an alcoholic life is an extreme obsession with self, yes? That obsession with self is the act of being identified as self. That's really the heaviness that gets uh, distributed throughout the day through whatever we become conscious of, yeah? That heaviness, uh, when you start looking at it from the problem, that's that's actually part of the heaviness, yeah? You want to see it from the solution. And the solution is you're not that, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you're not that which is identifying, hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah,
3: thank you.
1: Yeah. Can you admit, it's incredible, really. Because most people want to attack what they, th- they find fault in. I mean, I'm identifying too much. And then there's just an obsession with self as the identifier, and then we're always okay. I've got a I've got a wrestling match, and I'm never gonna win. <laughs> it's a terrible way to feel all day. Yeah, yeah. just admit you're outmatched. Yeah, <laughs> you just yeah, can't take it. it. Yeah. So, and then something gets revealed, and you realize, Jesus, just like that happened with me. I remember. Uh, You know i believed i was the one who did all that bad behavior when i was out there using yeah rock solid no one else i never even thought of the possibility that i was driven by something to do the shit i did yeah really i didn't i took everything as i was the doer you know i was the thinker of all these insane thoughts i'm the feeler of these terrible feelings yeah it was unbelievable you know, I'd do anything to get just a temporary escape from it. Yeah? Then I come into AA, and I remember the first, uh, one of the first amends sort of, you know, like uh, Pearl Harbored me, you know, it was a surprise attack. I wasn't thinking, I wasn't making an amend, but someone who I owed an amend to showed up and came into a room, and I was with these people, and then and she said, I didn't recognize her because she had gained weight or something. And she said, hello, Paul, do you remember me? I said, no. And she says, you owe me $500. (laughs) So I was with a woman who I was trying to impress her. You would think I would feel a lot of guilt and shame. And my sense of pride would have gone down, but I didn't because I had gotten the idea that I had a disease yeah, or a disease had me and it, I, I'd had no guilt or shame come up. I just told, I recognized her. I said, listen, I'll, you know, and I sent, started to send her checks and every check I sent her to pay the $500, I said, you're only getting it because I'm in recovery, basically, <laughs> because <laughs> I would have just avoided it at all costs. But there I was, and I, I was able to face life successfully, finally by recognizing I'm not the one who did everything. I was driven to those behaviors. I did not drive those behaviors. I was driven, something took me over and it became so tactile and so real, I, I saw it as a parasitical movement. I saw that something had taken this opportunity or a possibility called Paul and had taken it over and was using Paul for transportation really to fucking act out and do shit and everything like that. And uh, once that ride, once that jockey got off, if I don't see it as something other than me, it's gonna come on dressed with another outfit and it's gonna ride me, not as severely as it used to, but it's still gonna be fucking riding me, yeah? Even in sobriety. So, you know, now I don't care what the jockey's wearing. I know I'm not the fucking jockey. <laughs> it's just that simple. And, uh, and it's worked for years, you know. It's established the condition that some a lot of us have as an experience. The problem does not exist for me, but it's become more of a condition, not an experience. Yeah, the problem does not exist as me. Hallelujah. Something else is existing as me now. Yeah, I would say spirit or higher power, whatever. And uh, I mean, the contrast is incredible. The difference of how living is going on, Paul being sober than what it was like when Paul was loaded is unbelievably completely different. There's no way you could see uh, a continuum of, of, of that Paul. Yeah. There was an alcoholic Paul and then there was a recovered Paul. And the underlying fact of what I am is just much more pronounced in the recovered Paul than when it was the alcoholic Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. so, yeah. The Paul now is seen as an emblem on the car before Paul was seen as the whole fucking kit and caboodle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what a difference that's made. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, seriously. So, sometimes it takes a deep, deep sickness to, uh, (laughs) to be able to see the joy of relief. I don't know. It's just unbelievable. So that's why we have these talks, Jillian, in a lot of ways. I'm just offering uh, what's happened with me. Yeah. I feel that the same possibility is in everyone. And. Uh, I think to really allow the possibility to have a lot, a lot of sway in your life, you have to be clear about the exact nature of the wrong. I do. Because this case is you are either identified as the problem or living from the solution. It's basically one or the other, really. Yes? Yeah, yeah. So, honey, there is maybe a lot of identification, but thank God it's not you (laughs) doing it, yeah? Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Thank you,
0: Julian.
3: Thanks a lot.
0: All right, next up we have Kurt. Kurt, got a question for Paul
4: today. Kurt. Hey, buddy. Welcome back.
2: Yes. Um,
4: You know, as you're talking, I'm thinking that that point when you say, uh, I'm accountable, not responsible. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I had an experience, I just kind of want to get your take on that. I think this is the first way this was really exposed or it was breached was I couldn't, I drank it 19 years and I couldn't get released from that. I knew what to do, I knew to go to meetings. And there was a little guy that followed me out to my plumbing truck one time and he said, uh, he said, I want you to quit raising your hand as a newcomer. And I was like, well, why would I do that? I was drinking last night. And he said, well, because he said, uh, we didn't design that for this. Everybody knows you up here. He said, every time you raise your hand as a newcomer, you put more guilt and remorse on the condition you're trying to extinguish, stop it. And there was like, I heard something in what he said, you know, and um, I, I'm thinking that other part in the book that, you know, where it says, you you say, uh, we say, you know, when we became alcoholics crushed by a self-imposed crisis. It's like, I always read it as like, I caused it, you know? Like, but then then I read it one time and it totally had a different meaning to it. And it was like, Oh, self-imposed, meaning the imposition of self on me. This thing I can't get rid of. That's how I became alcoholic. It had a whole different flavor to it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I mean, but when Ted told me that, he said, quit raising your hand as a newcomer. You just put more guilt and remorse on the condition you're trying to extinguish. I was like, I remember my thought process then, because the first thing I thought in my head was, well, shit, you should know this. You've been around 20 you know, like the ego immediately had a commentary about it, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, I'd kind of like to see, you know, how that fits into what you're saying.
1: Well, and that one thing is that guy said something that was perfectly suited for you, but that doesn't mean it, it becomes the norm and people who go out don't say they're newcomers. Yes. Right but for you, it worked perfectly, that's the real point. So that's the flexibility in a, in a realm of, of principle, yeah? Principle isn't arthritic. It isn't, uh, you know, fucking uh, petrified. It has movement and stuff. So at that point, that's what was needed, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, because again, the head uses whatever it comes in contact with to further its own agenda. So, it will use you staying uh, and not doing what it says is enough, and beat you up with that. It will use you leaving and coming back. It'll be, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, you know, if it's like, a, you know, it just doesn't matter. It just takes whatever is available to sort of. Uh, impress upon you your smallness so to speak yeah because that's how see the parasite host relationship is not a win-win relationship in most cases <laughs> maybe there's a real a weird, you know a very rare exception but usually when the parasite's winning you're you're losing <laughs> it's just that simple yeah i mean it's not like oh let's share this meal together no it may give you a few crumbs, but it's going to eat the most of it.
4: <laughs>
1: it's just the way it goes. So the idea of accountability to me is the next wave. And just just uh, bear with me for a second because I'm going to give a little bit of a timeline. So when I this is my own experience. When I was young, I was inordinately, I felt inordinately responsible for a lot of stuff. Yeah, I felt like, like when I walked in a room, if someone yawned, I thought it was because I came into the room. Yeah, that's a thats a sense of responsibility. When my father got very ill and my family tried to explain it to me, uh, and I heard what they said, but the way I really felt is, what did I do to cause my father not to want to play with me anymore? That's a sense of responsibility, a way overblown sense of responsibility, yes? And I feel a lot of us as alcoholics had that sense of responsibility. So one of the great strategies was to get out of that by being totally irresponsible. So my family got Convinced after a couple of years of my acting out, and they'd put no demands on me. I never went to weddings, shit like that. Yeah, because I was completely irresponsible now. And that was the strategy, to tell you the truth. And then I get sober and I go to the third to fourth step, and the fourth step finally shows me what my strategy for most of my life was preventing me from seeing which was my role in things. Once again, my role in things, not in an overblown role. Yeah. Or not a denied role, but just doing a simple like business like inventory to see my role in things. Yeah. So what? So there balance can come back. Okay. So we do that, but I believe there's a fourth wave. Yeah. So there's, way too responsible, no responsible, taking responsibility finally. And then the fourth one is see, because when you do an inventory on your role in your life, you're gonna see something else's role in your life, which I hope we give it the term self in recovery. Yeah, you're gonna see the manifestations of self and how they defeated you by looking at your role. Yeah, yeah. Even though it says we're going to look at self's role, most of us, when we do the inventory, we're looking at our role, or we think we are, yes? Mm-hmm. But then the idea of self's role becomes apparent, hopefully, with the right guidance. And so now you see its role in your life. And you realize, okay, this and this maybe I'm responsible for, but that I'm not, yeah? And therefore, you end another level of accountability. Just like I used to, the idea of my dog shits on the neighbor's lawn. The neighbor calls me up and says, your dog just shit on my lawn. I say, I'm sorry. I go over there, clean it up, and I decide to walk it in, in a different way. But I don't, I don't feel guilty for 30 years about that shit on that guy's lawn because I didn't take it. Yeah. It was the dog that did it. <laughs> See, so I'm accountable because that dog in this world is seen as mine, but I'm not responsible. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think responsibility, just like that guy shared with Kurt, if Kurt was kept saying, uh, "I'm an alcoholic," "I'm an alcoholic," a newcomer, there the the mental state's take on the responsibility was going to burden so much guilt and shame for the next 29 days it wasn't helpful yes mm-hmm. right so this is about not allowing the self to fucking put a lot of weight in responsibility by seeing the accountability of self yes it's not saying don't take an inventory because this is why everyone comes up to me with is well what about responsibility yeah what about it yeah (laughs) it leads to an accountability yeah and you're not accountable hallelujah (laughs) you're not you make the amends i made all the amends i had to make but i'm not accountable for that behavior no way i may be accountable i'm not responsible for that behavior no fucking way Yeah. No way. No way. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I feel, you know, AA grows, I hope. Yeah. And uh, I just don't, you know, I have a real strong feeling around this that The activity of this bondage of self is the act of being identified as it, yeah? So when you recognize all this shit, it's just assumed that you're the cause of it or somehow have a lot to do with it, and you don't, yeah? That's the freedom from the bondage of self. The freedom from the bondage of self is just that. You stop calling its shit as your shit, really, yeah? And when its shit is presented as your shit you take that shit to step six and seven yeah yeah because it's not your shit. i hope we just pound away at this idea for over a year now and i'll keep pounding away at it because i feel it's the key to a real relief yeah from the bondage of self. What is the bondage of self? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. What? Well, I take most thoughts to be mine. That's a form of the bondage of self. I take all the actions that's ever happened through me as mine. That's a form of the bondage of self. So you recognize it. And when you recognize it, you bring that which you recognize to step six and seven because you've been given the ears and the eyes to see and hear it. Yeah, in a new way, just like Kurt said. And that what you see and hear, you bring over to steps in six and seven instead of calling it you. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Hmm. Thanks, buddy. Yeah.
1: If I saw a lot of people with joy and happiness as a result of how many of us practice the program, I wouldn't say a fucking thing. There's so much more people more clear about every sentence and punctu- punctuation in the book or how to you know, do it this way or do it that way. There's tons of people that study this all day. I just enjoy relief from the bondage of self. I'm not studying shit, yeah? I don't want to study shit. I want to be free. I want to be available to the hummingbird and the trees and the wind and the chimes and shit like that. And not as a fucking act of volition, but as a state. I'm As a state, I'm available to sounds and sights and things that are going on. Not as Paul has made a decision to be a to available? No fucking way. I'm available. That's the point. Yeah. I don't want that available to be owned by the self. So when self attempts to imply that by talking as if it's the one who's made a decision to hear the hummingbird, I take it to six and seven. I don't anymore, but I used to so it can be reconfigured and the reconfiguring doesn't constantly keep going on it gets reconfigured it's put into a new form <laughs> you know what i mean it doesn't it doesn't turn back to the old one it doesn't go back anymore it's got it's been set in a new way yeah it's not like all day Please reconfigure. No, it gets reconfigured. (laughs) It's not like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's a thousand twisters that need to be untwisted. They get untwisted. Yeah, things take a new form. They do. This isn't like uh, the eternal work. There's no eternal work. there isn't the work day is pretty short tell you the truth you're in lunch most of the time
4: (laughs) yeah i would always say the menu is not the meal yes yeah i had i ate the menu for a long time and got no nourishment
1: that's right yes Yes, and when you get the meal, sometimes you can order without a menu. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
4: (laughs) that's a great way to say it.
1: It gets familiar (laughs) to you, yeah, yeah. I just don't, you know, whatever. When I used to be at meetings and I would hear, you know, you're gonna drink and all this shit, I'd always like to jump in and just add, hey, you know, recovery progresses also. And the way you see the program right now today is not the way you'll see it a couple years sober. You won't because you'll be changed. Not the program. You will. Your view and your attitude and your outlook. And that's quite a suspicious statement because most of it isn't your attitude and outlook. It's the parasites attitude and outlook. is going to be changed. Yeah, you're going to see things differently. You're going to read the book differently you're going to see a lot of stuff differently hallelujah yeah that's the point this is a living book the book isn't living what's reading it is living us yes yeah? we're giving it meaning yeah it opened up the door and yet we fill that we we give it meaning we read a sentence and it changes everything yeah does everyone read that sentence and it changes everything no Everyone has their own different times and places. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Good to have you back, buddy. Hmm? Good to have
1: oh, you yeah. back. I'm happy to be here, yes. I was, uh, yeah. I almost turned into a pool headamano. I'm just heading for it very close. <laughs> Just
4: <laughs>
1: a lot of eating. Hmm. But yeah, I'm so happy to see everyone. You know, uh, my tribe is recovery, so it's very uh, nice. I'm, I'm really happy to have the possibility to participate with everyone here, Joseph and and Nina and David Bitterman and Rob and Rick and all these folks. Yeah, it's, it's an honor to be able to share with you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Paul, we have one more question today from Haley, if you'd like to take her question.
1: Yes, more. Yes, Haley. Okay, Haley, come
0: on in. Can you hear me? Haley,
5: Oh, I've unmuted. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes.
1: Yes. yes. I think you lost it again. Am I back? Yes.
5: All it is, is I've been in the rooms for four years. I was stone cold sober just what you've just said to that gentleman you are a diamond I was I picked up some babe after lockdown I didn't go on spirits nothing bad's happened I can just see the line is getting a bit blurred so two days ago I decided I needed to get back in the rooms but the amount of beating myself up that I've done over it and I feel so really I think I should feel proud but I don't know that I've I've not got to the point where I've been hospitalized or sectioned. I've not done any of that. I can just see it coming. But I didn't want to come back. And then you sharing speaking to that man just then, sort of don't beat yourself up and everyone's an individual. I'd just like to say thank you. I'll sleep well tonight. Oh, great, honey. Thank you.
1: Thank you. you.
5: Thank you. Yeah.
1: Perhaps there is the better way, yeah? Yeah,
5: there is. Yeah, Yeah, there is. Most definitely. I've worked out now. I took a bit of time out, and my life functions better in the program than it does without the program. There you go. that's the bottom line.
1: Yeah, that is, isn't it? Yes.
5: Yeah, that is the bottom line. (laughs) And I'm so glad that...
1: It's not even a multiple choice. It's just one or the other. Yeah. It's
5: one or the other. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> one or the other. And I was reading the book last night and I'm doing the thing well, I don't drink spirits. I've not drunk a spirit in four years and I've not done this. It's just been beers and cocktails. I just thought, fuck it. Sorry. I thought, save it. <laughs> save it. You're only kidding yourself. But today, all day, I was mega down on myself. Really down on myself, and a friend of mine, sponsor sort of friend Henry, he says to me, Listen to you. He said, Listen to this geezer, (laughs) he will make you feel better. So I just like, you know, even if it's just me, you've really made me feel good today
1: and positive. Oh, great. Thank you for reminding me I'm a geezer. Yes.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
1: I'm geezing around all right, well, is that it? Anyone yeah, else that's have it. Thank, a you, very Thank much. you Haley Thank Thanks. you Thank you yeah, you know, remember these events like the, these demonstrations of the new way, because the head likes to forget shit quickly, so just make a you know yeah, you've recognized stuff before they took shape. That's great, yeah. That's the wisdom of the serenity prayer, you know, you know yes, yes. the wisdom. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. to have the wisdom to know uh you're gonna be fucked before you are is great. Man. Yeah.
5: So now it's just the courage to do the right thing, really.
1: Yeah, but it's only a day at a time. I mean yeah, it's cool. like, not like a marathon. Oh, oh God,
0: no.
1: just no. do it today and then yeah. make a decision to do it tomorrow. There you go yeah i mean the better way is is such an easy way in a sense once you get in the habit of being sober and especially if that radioactive urge to get loaded is removed it that makes it incredibly easier yeah you just have to sort of uh shrink it to that day at a time activity because people like to you know project uh a long marathon run but without taking the first step you know just sort of show up oh, like
0: oh. When most, most people
1: be- when they hear that thing uh uh you've got to be willing to go to any lengths they think they're gonna have to go super far but really it may not be any length yeah, that you have to go it says any length it doesn't give you any it's gonna be a long one it's gonna you know for me, most of it has not been there's I haven't gone to any length really. <laughs> so <laughs> really I mean I went to any lengths getting loaded, obviously, but recovery hasn't demanded anything like that. No way. So all right, well does anyone else have a question?
0: No, that wraps it up for today, Paul. Thank you so much. And uh it's our demais.
1: Yes, let's say hello, goodbye to everyone. Kurt, always a pleasure to see you. Yes. Yes. Mickey, Mickey, likewise. 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 Uh, We got Jill. Jill uh, Jill. graced us with her lovely presence. That's nice. Nice to see you, Jill. Connor from Dublin. Yes. The foreignness of self is a very good state. Yeah. Paul, nice to see you, Paul. Yes. Yeah, let me hold on. I got something for Paul. I don't know. I don't think Paul can take this one. Let's see. (laughs) Good, good. Uh, pretty good, eh? Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got PK from Long Island. Nice to see you, PK.
0: Hey, Paul, man. Thanks. You know, it's it's an honor. You know, to share the space and listen to you, man. I love it, man. It's, It's great stuff. So, you know, thank you for that. You know, for for sharing you know your insight and i kind of feel like you know the numbers of scrapes and whatnot maybe those are inherent for the action figure but man you know you know the the what you're presenting and sharing uh traveling lighter man it you know it, it i feel like it's changed my life you know in a way or just you know it appears that way seemingly or as jack g says allegedly <laughs> Let's just, but I, I thank you so it's just great it's great to hear you again live you know well forget about it
1: forget about it yes <laughs> hopefully we'll be back into the routine and yeah
0: yeah man it's awesome yeah. thank yeah.
1: you see you bro see, hey Tommy nice to see you from Ireland John K always a pleasure we've got uh, Ruby, Ruby Rose our emissary to the Wastelands in Wichita, Kansas. We got Rich A, there he is. Nice to see you, Rich. Kaiser, yes, down in LA. Carl, Carl, nice to see you. Say hello to your significant other, yes. Alex, there she is. Very uh, nice to see you, honey. Again, Walter. The brother, yeah, mother, mother, nice to see you, Walter. Yeah. Michael Stacy, Michael Stacy, yes. Step six and seven, bro. Yeah, yeah. Rob, Kentucky, nice to see you, Rob. We got Rob from Toronto. This is the little Rob corner. We got Stefan on Having Never Left, always a pleasure. David B., um, our resident Buddhist there. We got the iPhone, there she is, Mrs. Void, she's out. The Void's looking very green today. It's nice, very nice. We got Joseph C., yes, there you go. Joseph C. from France. Wonderful. Nina down in LA. We got uh, Haley, she's gonna have a nice rest tonight. We got Jason from San Diego. Nice to see you, Jason. Good to have you back. Man. Yeah, very happy to have your presence here. We got Leah. Always nice to see you, Leah. We got Jacob from Seattle. Fantastic. We got, I think it's Terence Stamp, looks like. Who is it, this actor, Oliver from Berlin? He's familiar to me. All right. We got Amy from Seattle. Hi, Paul, good
2: to be
1: here. Yeah, great to hear from you, honey. And uh, everyone else, listen, thank you for having us. And we'll be here today at 4.30 Pacific time doing a non-duality talk for Awakening Together, I think. I think it's up there. Go to the website. If it says yes, then they'll be going on. 4.30 Pacific time. And then Thursday, Wednesday night, we have the 7 o'clock one. And then Thursday, 10.30, recovery. Saturday, 1 o'clock now. We've changed. We cut off a half hour of it. And we'll see you guys then. And thank you so much for, uh, yeah, just being there. See you. Bye.
2: Bye. Thanks,
1: Paul. Thanks, Paul. Nice work, Michael.